Welcome back to another episode of Bravo Breaking News. So this week's Vanderpump Rules episode was full of drama, of course, and we're even starting to see some Easter eggs that are very telling about Raquel and Tom Sandoval. That's right. We are going to give all of our thoughts about Scandoval and Katie versus Sheena. But first, make sure you check out our new Vanderpump Rules merch in our store below and subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any recaps or Bravo breaking news to come. Okay, so we start the episode. We're back at Guy's Night at the Mondrian. Um, James is freaking out because Raquel just showed up with Charlie and it's supposed to be a guy's night. He told Allie it was a guy's night. You know, we hear we see him and Tom Sandoval and Brock leave and and Sandoval's like, no, I didn't know this was happening. But 30 seconds earlier, he was like, oh, yeah, they left Havasu um, because the girls were being mean. So it's like, Tom, I think you did know it was happening, but now you're pretending like you didn't know. Did you pick up on that? Yes, those were my thoughts exactly. I mean, he's definitely contradicting himself on that. How did he know that they left, but he didn't know that they were coming to Guy's Night? I mean, his face kind of looks surprised, but I think it's more maybe happy and thrilled that they're there than surprised. So, yeah, I'm not buying it. Um, but, you know, they're kind of talking about their trip in Havasu, and Raquel's just basically saying... She's just going to be single and going to have fun. And I'm young, fun, and just going to live my life. And honestly, it just makes me sick to my stomach what she really means by all of that. Um, and, you know, she's sharing to the guys that the girls said that she's only interested in men that are already taken and it is just shocking. I mean, she's saying this days before she starts a, an affair with a man who is taken. Yeah, it was pretty ballsy. And, you know, Tom is funny. Schwartz is funny because he's like, oh, you stood up to Lala? Like, he's like telling the camera, like, that's, that's pretty hot, you know? So we're, we're seeing... Schwartz kind of getting interested in her, but we know that this is the time that she's actually getting interested in Sandoval. They're getting closer. They're starting their affair. So I don't know. It's just all so messy. James ends up leaving because, you know, uh, he didn't want to make Allie feel uncomfortable with, you know, hanging around with Raquel when she when Allie is not there. So and then we're also kind of seeing the other side of the party with the girls back in Havasu, which P.S. We don't need to be in Havasu for more than one episode. I just have to say that. I agree. Um, the girls come back from their night at BJ's, which, yeah, I mean, would be a flop night for me, honestly, but like was the best night for them. And, um, you know, Lala shares that she's bringing the man that she met there back to the house. And, Katie is all about it. You know, Katie is um, basically saying that she's getting a cornucopia of dick right now. And she wants the same for Lala. So more power to her. Yeah, I was kind of surprised to hear Katie say that because a couple episodes ago, she was kind of denying that. She was like, no, I've just made out with someone. And I don't know, but whatever. So, yeah, Lala's guy's coming over. She says she's nervous. She hasn't had sex in a while. And the whole time she was with Randall, it wasn't that great anyway. 
um, which is, you know, contrary to what she would have led us to believe all those years that she was with him. But um, she, you know, she's looking to have some fun. The girls are supporting it and she's going to have a good night. And that she did. Um, You know, the next morning she is telling the girls about it and I'm happy for Lala. I'm happy that she's moving along from Randall as she should. She should have done that a long time ago, but it's easier said than done. Um, The girls also are still talking about Raquel. And while they're glad that she left, because obviously they weren't getting along, they definitely are holding resentment because she left to go to guys night, which is completely understandable. Um, You know, Katie's basically saying like, now I know Raquel just sucks. And she's not somebody I want to be friends with. So, um, you know, that's the demise of yet another relationship with Raquel way before they knew any of this. So I think we're just going to keep seeing the dominoes fall. Yeah, for sure. So there's a couple of like Easter eggs I wanted to call call out that are in this episode. And the first one is like James talking to the camera about how, you know, when he and Raquel were together, it was always he was the bad guy and she was so perfect and she no one ever questioned her actions. She could get away with whatever. Um, and he's like, you know, she's messing up everyone's relationships now. She's getting in the middle of Tom and Katie. She's uh, making out with, you know, a married married guy. She's going after someone Lala was interested in. So he's like, you know, let's point the finger at her for a minute. And it's just like, oh, my God, the foreshadowing in this. Like, it can't be written better. It really is. It It's like this big, you know, Greek tragedy that we're watching in real life. Yeah. I mean, you can't make this shit up. Like, this is really what is going on before any of the Scandal news broke. So James, of all people, knows her better than anybody else. And he's on to something. The other people are slowly realizing the same things about her. And honestly, James is, I'm living for him this season. He's right on the money. Um, And James and Raquel also have this conversation at Sir. Um, Raquel, you know, wants to talk to James and just be like, look, I'm going to be places that you are. Allie needs to be okay with it. It's whatever. And once again, it's like Raquel is inserting herself into, you know, their friend group. And James is kind of slowly like, I don't know, being ushered out, which I think is sad, you know, because he's the one that brought her into this. Um, But, you know, they talk about the pool party. And basically, James didn't even know about the pool party. Raquel had to tell him that Tom Sandoval told her he was invited. So this is yet another little Easter egg that shows us they are in contact. They have a text chain going on. um, And as far as we knew before this, like they weren't really close friends, you know, themselves. So this is definitely a um, hint that something is a brewing. Yeah, for sure. And it was annoying how she was like, are you going to Tom Sandoval's pool party? Um, sorry, but last time I checked, it wasn't just Tom Sandoval's house. It's Tom and Ariana's house. Wow. Um, and then she was like, yes. And then, you know, 
James like, well, I don't know if I'm invited. And she's like, oh, you're invited. Tom Sandoval told me. It was like, I it just, I just didn't like the way she kept saying his full name like that. It like, it irked me. But yeah, they're definitely, there's some chatter going on behind the scenes between the two of them. So why don't we just skip to the pool party? Raquel shows up. She's looking hot. Honestly, they all look good. Um, and you know, we're trying to figure out, like, has the affair started at this point? It seems like, you know, we're t- we can tell that they're talking, um, but we don't know, you know, what has happened, if anything, physically yet. So what's your what's your theory on this? Yeah, I- I'm at the same place as you. You know, we heard that the affair started shortly after Guy's Night. So if this is the day after... You know, I'm not sure about the filming timeline exactly, but, you know, it may not have started yet. Um, However, the lightning bolt necklace is present at this party. So um, we do have a tiny symbol of maybe the start of something. Um, Only on Tom, though. she's wearing it? No. Only on Tom, not on Rachel. So um, it's just a little something to hold on to. Um, We also meet the guy that Raquel supposedly made out with at Coachella. So this whole Coachella thing is just being blown out of proportion. First it was Schwartz, then it was Sandoval, and now it's this guy who doesn't really look like either of them. So I kind of want to get to the bottom of this. Like who, was it really this guy that she made out with at Coachella? Or is this once again just another cover-up? I think it's both. I think I think she did make out with this guy and I think he kind of looks like Schwartz. And like if you see them in context together and you're a fan, it's like, oh, it's Schwartz and Raquel. But I think that she probably also made out with Sandoval. Listen, no judgment. I was young men's too. And, um, you know, it's a long weekend. So I think that he might be kind of being used as a distraction. Okay. All right. A diversion, if you will. So we get, you know, we get Lala talking about how she's over Raquel. She can't forgive her for what she said to her. Um, And she's, you know, telling Sheena all this. And one thing that did make me laugh is she was like, if you're going to act like a troll, I'm going to treat you like a troll. And don't be shocked when I do it. Um, I don't know why. I just thought that was pretty funny. Um, And then we're kind of seeing like, you know, Raquel talking to Sheeta after and Sheeta just tells her everything. She's like, oh yeah, Lala just said that you were weak. <laughs> I I love Lala versus Raquel. I mean, honestly, like nobody can touch Lala. Her one-liners and her clapbacks are perfection. And um, especially when she says, um, watching Raquel trying to create thoughts is mesmerizing because honestly i agree it's like every sentence that come up comes out of raquel's mouth takes her about 20 seconds longer than it would the average person and it's like she's really thinking about what she's saying before she speaks and i don't know it is a little bit mesmerizing but i don't know i'm definitely team lala i'm kind of living for her doing these little jabs against raquel um, and all Raquel really has to say back is that Lala is pathetic. So I don't know. I would. Yeah, I don't know. It's creative comebacks. It's not. And if I were Lala, 
I th- I think I would latch on to this too. I mean, the things she said in Havasu, the mistress comment, and the, you know, you don't, thank God you don't have a man, were pretty low. Agree, but I also still think that Lala would have said the same shit, you know? So I, Lala can be pretty mean with her words, so I just don't know that she's one to take it to heart so much. But anyway, we get an interesting moment with Ariana kind of standing up for Raquel when they're, like, you know, talking about her galaxy lights that she brought to Vegas. And, you know, she says that she thinks Christina and Katie and Lala probably gave Raquel the mean girl treatment. Um, so I don't know. This just proves that Ariana is just like too good for this show, honestly, too good to be hanging around these people. But she, watching her kind of defend this woman who is, we all know is going to be starting an affair with her partner, like is just, uh, it just like hurts down here. It's really, really tough to watch. Um, and you know, she's defending her about the galaxy lights of all of all things like it's like ariana will defend raquel like for anything it's like they're that good of friends so i don't know it's it's really really tough to watch um not only is ariana standing up for raquel though sandoval also stands up for raquel Mm -hmm. and basically calls lala a bully um and you know the whole thing just starts right back up again um, you know, they talk about James and Lala hooking up and James like doesn't want to be dragged into it. He is honestly on his best behavior this season. He does not want a part of the drama. He is te- being open and honest with Allie about everything. And, um, you know, meanwhile, Raquel and Lala, there's no solution in sight. They're never going to be friends. And I, I don't think that's going to happen, especially now. Yeah, and I think Raquel certainly cares more than Lala cares. Um, And she's real proud of herself for, you know, standing up to Lala Kent. And this new self-confidence that she has found is, you know, she's just really proud of herself. And then she does this, like, awkward feather dab thing that we just didn't need to see. Oh, my God. Like, when she did that, I don't know if I've ever like cringed more in my entire life. Like, why <laughs> was that necessary? Who I'm, <laughs> I, I I have no words. So now, okay, if we kind of transition into like the Sheena versus Katie situation, what do you want to break that down for us? Yes. So we learn that Sheena's wedding hotel is fully booked. And her bridesmaid can't get a room. We also know that Katie has now been uninvited from the wedding. And so Sheena thinks that Katie is just going to give up her room um, for Sheena's bridesmaid, um, you know, just like that. And it doesn't go down as easy as Sheena expects it to. You know, they're really trying to convince Katie to give up her room. And Katie is just like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm going on vacation in Mexico. It's a big resort. I'm bringing Christina Kelly and you can have your wedding there with or without me. Yeah. And Sheena, I, it's like, Sheena, did you really think that that Katie was going to agree to this? Like, no. I mean, it, it just, you knew this conversation was not going to go well. She's pissed. She goes out and finds Schwartz and is like, you need to get her to to fall in line. Like, you need to 
get her to do something like this is not right. I don't want her negative energy there, which I understand. Like, I, I don't know. I'm kind of I can't I can't decide where I land on this one. So I'm curious to hear your thoughts. But it's like, Katie, if you're uninvited, if you don't want to be support, like if you don't want to go to Sheena's wedding, then don't go to Sheena's wedding. Like take your plane ticket find another resort if you want to go to Mexico and, you know, have a good time. But it, this is kind of, it's just going to be like awkward. You're like hanging around, but not going to the wedding. So I don't know. Where where do you stand on this? I mean, I think that's exactly why Katie's going to do it. It's petty. It is, um, you know, she's wants to get a rise out of Sheena and that's exactly what she's doing here. Mm -hmm. And honestly, if I were Katie, I wouldn't give it up either. Sheena's been, you know, trying to hook Raquel up with my ex-husband or not even ex, still husband. And, you know, if she thinks that I'm going to do something nice for her, she's in for a surprise because, no, I'm not going to. I'm going to be petty. And if she's asking me to do something, I'm going to do the complete opposite. So I am firmly team Katie on this one. I would not be giving up my room for Sheena her bridesmaid that I don't give an F about can figure it out on her own. And it's got nothing to do with me. I am going to stand out on my balcony and watch the wedding happen right below my room, which we see in the flash forward. And I died. So funny. Like, so funny. I could just imagine Sheena looking up and just like seeing Katie and Christina, like standing there drinking champagne, waving. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> it is so hilarious so schwartz is trying to you know convince katie now he's getting himself involved and it's like schwartz of all the time like he usually does nothing like schwartz's default is to do nothing right and it's like this is the time that you decide to go in and do something like this is a fight you know you're not gonna win you're not gonna get on katie's good side by you know trying to get her to do this so it's like i don't know what made him think that this was a good idea and then he's like following her outside like do you want me to get you an uber we look good you look really cute <laughs> i know schwartz like stay out of this this is one thing that you don't need to insert yourself into you and katie already have enough problems so please stay out of it if you've learned anything from your history just mind your own business and maybe even if you're gonna insert yourself take katie's side for once like just for the hell of it like since when are you sheena's like ride or die i don't know that's totally rubbing me the wrong way um i am not loving it but i don't know yeah i do I, love I watching agree. it and what one more super important question that i need to ask you about this episode um where do you fall on Katie's straw beret at the pool party? It's very Katie. So I'm going to, I'm going to give it to her. I think it was cute and different and her style is unique. So that's all I'm going to say about it. What about you? You're going to allow it. Okay. No, I agree. It was definitely a bit out of place, but I, I thought I thought it was a cute look, you know, with the polka dot dress and stuff. So, yes, Katie in Paris definitely a choice. Katie in Paris, um, exactly. 
I'm I'm good with more of that. So that was this week's episode. Um, again, there were a lot of Easter eggs and little signs of Scannaval, and I expect a lot more where that came from as the season progresses. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our recaps and Bravo breaking news to come. Thanks, everyone, and go check out our merch. We have some great stuff on there. See you next time. Bye.